Thank you for being with us. Greg Davis here, Nate Williams here also, and uh, we welcome into the program via phone the founder and CEO of Tusk, the world's first truly free speech-based browser. Very interesting stuff here. We're going to talk some technology, free speech, um, uh, Internet, for those of you high-level. Uh, let's get into it a little bit here with uh, Jeff uh, Bermatt is with us uh, again uh, founder and CEO of Tusk so Jeff it's good to have you with us here in Alabama my friend hey great to uh, be in the south and great to be with you guys all right now talk to us uh, you're in technology working in this in this world um, trying to do some good talk to us about uh, what it means to be a free speech based browser a search engine so to speak is that right yeah, it's both. It's uh, We're building a search engine. Uh, right now it's a prototype because we've got to raise enough money to build literally our own search engine. All the search engines, by the way, in the United States, uh, even you know, like DuckDuckGo, even they are based on Bing or Yahoo, and that's going to give you a sort of a leftist point of view. And our goal in our company is to build a, a search engine that allows you to see all points of view. And I think most of us who are into free speech, we don't mind hearing what the other side has to say. We may not agree with it, but at least, you know, we don't mind seeing it. On the other side of the coin, unfortunately, the the left thinks if they just can get you to forget about what you know and only show you what they want to show you, uh, it's going to make it different in your life. And uh, we disagree with that. We think, you know, I'll say the old school, which is you should see all sides of points of view. So... We're kind of cerebral. I mean, search is not the sexiest thing in the world to build, but it's a necessary thing. And in order to keep a free society, we think this is necessary to build. So that's what we're doing over here at Tusk. We have a browser that also is conservative, and then our search engine we're working on to be conservative, showing you left, right, and center. But if you like the right, you'll get to get the news or the research that you're looking for. All right. Now, is Tusk is is uh, is the name of, of your browser. Uh, now, is it available already? Uh, we were we well, were looking here and downloading. T- tell us where it stands. Sure. So you can go to tuskbrowser.com, uh-huh. and you can you can download it on desktop. And also, you can go to the mobile stores, both on Google and on uh, Apple iPhone, okay. and you can download the the browser. And if you then do a search. In the browser, or you can do it separately, there's a search engine that will give you left, right, and center. Now, this is just a prototype, and we're building it out, so it's not the prettiest thing. It's not the best thing I've ever seen, but it's the makings of the embryo of what a search should look like. All right. Uh, And I assume are there other people out there trying to do this as well, Uh, or or are you kind of in this space all by yourself, really trying to do something that would show everything, give all results. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the only, we're the only company that's doing both a browser and a search engine. There's another company out there called Freespoke. But they, you know, the, the, the criticism I have, and they're really nice people, is they're not getting to the core issue. And the core issue is on that, re, is on that search. Uh, you should be pulling up information that's not just to the left. And unfortunately, if they just sign up for Bing and use Bing as an underlying engine, which I think they do, you're not going to get left, right, center. You're just going to get whatever Bing is serving to you. 
So I think we're the only ones that okay. are actually focused in on building a new search engine. Well, I don't have experience with Tusk yet. I'm just learning about you, but I do have experience with FreeSpoke. So I was glad that you uh, mentioned them. Uh, for sure. Uh, Nate, got a question? Yeah, I was going to ask you about, you know, one, one of the concerns with Google, Facebook, really any one of these larger companies is privacy, selling information, selling data, all of that. Like, what what is your stance on that? Because you, you're going to get a lot of input, different search, uh, you know, search searches done and different information put in. What's What's your stance on privacy? So my stance on privacy as we build this out, remember, we're in our embryo, embryo stage, is if you do a search on something, as long as it's kept private as to, you know, your search, I think that's okay. What I sort of object to, which we'll be building out in the next year, will be the tracking. And so, you know, where I kind of stand, and right now we do have tracking, but it's, you know, I can assure folks it's, it is harmless. It is not going to affect you. But I think our stance is much more of a privacy where you're not being tracked around the web um, and how we make money. We can make money now. The, the world is changing for data, which is really interesting, is, is no longer do we actually have to identify a person. And there's because it's being forced on them to, to provide more privacy. So I'm very much in favor of privacy and, and protecting companies. After all, my first browser that I ever built was all about privacy. So I think that's a good thing, uh, but you got to figure ways that companies can make money because if they can't make money, uh, then all these good things that we're working on just kind of goes out the, the, you know, out the window. So uh, that's kind of the answer, which is we like privacy and we don't share that information with other people other than the search engine that might, you know, but we we hope it doesn't follow you around. All right. Jeff Bermant is our guest. He is the founder and CEO of Tusk. We're just talking technology and uh, uh, web-based uh, browsers and free speech and all of those kind of things. Let me mention to you, uh, Jeff, this, this issue of chat GPT. This is something we're interested in learning much more about. Uh, tell me what you know about this. It, it, it's really sort of become a, uh, to me, it's become a, a, a thing here just, just very recently as far as getting into the public square. Uh, tell us what you know about this angle. So I'm not sure I know who backed the company, but GPT is a very sophisticated um, AI, uh, artificial intelligence, to mimic what what. Uh, human beings would say and do. But let me say this, because it's super important for users to understand. It's only as good as the information that's fed into it. Right. So if you want to be, which I've che I've tested chat, uh, it can be very woke. And, you know, it's pretty obvious <laughs> the guys that are programming the AI uh, are, are, I'll say, progressives. And so when you ask a progressive or kind of a progressive question, you're going to get a progressive answer like, let's take gender. Uh, I think someone put in gender, some sort of gender question, and it got back, hey, I think teaching, you know, uh, about different genders and that you, you know, you can start early in school if you want to be something else. Mm -hmm. It kind of shows it's, it, who's, who is actually programming it. Certainly, yeah, and it is a, a tool of, uh, what's well, an AI tool, ChatGPT, and we've, we've talked about AI, artificial intelligence, uh, 
uh, quite a bit here on the show, and it's becoming popular. Um, but like you say, it's only as um, good as the programmers uh, who who put the information in or, or, or direct where it gets its information from. That's true. And you're going to get slanted um, responses based on that. Uh, so it's a... Uh, to me, it's 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 going to be biased. I don't know how it couldn't be biased. Is that, Jeff? Is that right? Well, it can be unbiased if it's trained to be unbiased. But I mean, so if if I put something in like that, I would hope it would say, well, one point of view is that it's fine to teach this in schools. However, there's another point of view that says it's not fine, and that's not what's happening right now. What it's saying is it's fine, so that means it's. It's being programmed not for different points of view. And I think, you know, we get involved with that, which eventually I hope we do. Uh, ours will be much different, which will say, let me give you different sides of what you're looking at when it comes to a controversial question. Now, if you're coming to write a paper, you know, and you want to write about Tom Sawyer, it, it probably can write the paper for you since it knows a lot about Tom Sawyer and it's been fed all the, the books and so on and so forth. But uh, the way you, in my opinion, the way you would do this to make it fair would be to give other points of view so that when the AI works, it it will say, just as I said, it will give you a couple different points of view. Okay, very good. And by the way, I think uh, uh, it's uh, been heavily funded um, by Microsoft, um, Chat G GPT. I think that's uh, the way I'm seeing this is that Microsoft is heavily funded AI uh, certainly, and I think Chat GPT as well. So maybe that helps a little bit people to understand a little bit more about who's who's behind it as well. Uh, yeah, I think we have to be we have to be very careful in this country about allowing words to change how we think, and that's unfortunately what the progressives do, and they do it very well. Uh, we have to counterbalance it like we are, which is bubbling up, uh, and that's why this is so. What we're doing is so important, so that you can see the other viewpoint and our point of view. Um, so that's why I say AI should be well balanced. Yeah, Jeff Vermant, our guest. Um, I, I'm interested, Jeff, to hear more of your story. Uh, tell us quickly why, how you got into this. Yeah, that's a that's a. Uh, at least a 12-hour discussion. But <laughs> I'll give you the I'll give you the one minute. All right. I was actually in the real estate business for many years, and 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 truth be known, one of my tenants is Google. Um, so so in my one of my business parts. Uh, but I decided that I didn't like what was going on with the web, and we built our first web browser that basically was a very private browser. It it worked well, but we couldn't figure out how to to create revenue out of it. So uh, we moved on and then we built, once again, all the things that I ever built is to help people. And then we built a, another uh, browser that allowed you to collect money because your data is worth something. Um, and then finally, uh, I decided last year, okay, I've had enough. I, I knew I'm one of the, there's not many of us who are actually technologists, there's software that are conservatives. And I thought I would bring a browser and search engine uh, to the marketplace that would would not hide people's information or searches, which is you know what Google and uh, Bing and others do. And so that's how the embryo of this. I spent my own a million dollars building the first browser that gave you um, instant 
um, conservative news as well as conservative links. And now we're into building the search engine. Hmm. Jeff, if people like you don't do what you're doing, um, if we just keep going down the path we're going with technology and web browsing and, uh, you know, AI, where could our country be in 10 years, five, 10 years from now, if we don't? What, what will be the difference? Well, you know, as I said, the ideology is moving very quickly. And as they're abandoning and having you abandon words and educating our children, yeah. uh, which, uh, you know, I hats off to Ron DeSantis for putting his foot down on the black studies issue that just came up. Um, and black issues, black black history is great. We all should learn it, uh, but it should be taught in a thoughtful manner and not uh, from one point of view. And so um, what's wh- how I perceive this is unless we start building our own social sites, our own search engine, our next generation is just not going to, it's what we what we think is just going to be foreign to them and that would be a shame and and in my opinion ruins the freedom of speech in this country and i'm dead set against it i i really do believe in free speech and um so this is the fight that we have and it's not just for our generation it's now for the future generations well very good jeff quickly tell folks what they can do to to get in on what you're doing they can go download tusk T-U-S-K. They can go down download Tusk. We also have a crowdfunding, so if they're interested, as little as $100 to be part of the solution, you can go to our uh, uh, Tusk browser. I think it's uh, WeFunder Tusk, uh, and go to WeFunder, and you can you can put in the rules $100 if you want to support, and you, you do get a little piece of the company. I, I believe that this is a community thing for conservatives, and if we don't do it ourselves, no one's going to do it for us. Well, we agree. I, I agree with you. That's why we wanted to visit. Uh, Jeff, look, we'll look forward to having you back on sometime, uh, my friend, from California. We, we need a California contact. <laughs> yeah, one, one, Calif- one conservative California in all of Santa Barbara. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And, and, and you, need, you need some folks in the South. So here we go. I, I do. I, I definitely need some people in the South. So thank Alrighty. you so much. Well, Jeff, thank you. Jeff Bermant uh, with uh, Tusk, T-U-S-K. Everybody check it out, download it. It's a big issue, and we'll continue to talk about it when we come back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Hey, Priority Talk listeners. Care to make a quick comment or ask a question for Greg on the air? Send the code PTR to the number 202-249-5592 to join the show's text line where you can communicate with Greg during the show. That's 202-249-5592 and send the letters P. 
PTR. Thanks for listening. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like. Welcome back in. After the bottom of the hour, we're glad to have you with us here on Priority Talk Radio. Everybody be careful out there. Very rainy, very wet. More to come as well. So on those roads, man, uh, don't don't get in too big a hurry. I've seen a few people today wiped out, So including a uh, UPS uh, truck. It looked like our van we saw today. Yeah, there was took a took out a guardrail and that was that was awful. And then there was one. I I, I think we saw a car that spun out mm-hmm. um, yes. against the side of sixty five. Sure did. Yep. Yeah. So be careful out there. It's real easy to have happen to you, and uh, we don't want any of that today. We want you listening to us again tomorrow, not not laid up in a hospital somewhere, all right? So let's yes. be careful. And I don't want you to slow me down either, getting home. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there it I is. I used to say, hey, if you're uh, if you're heading from here to here on 65, please don't have a wreck. I'm about to come behind you. Right. I want I got somewhere to get. I'm ready to get home and have dinner. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you think of Jeff Bermant? I, I like his idea. I think the guy's got the right motives. You? I, I think so, and and I, like you said, I like the idea. But sometimes the problem is execution with conservatives. Sometimes we are so quick. We want to offer an alternative. You want to offer your own service, your own this that whatever it might be and sometimes the quality isn't always there and so i hope that as he continues to de- to develop tusk yeah. that it's it's an excellent product yeah. i hope well you hear him say he's raising money you know the crowdfunding sources things like that you can get in for a hundred dollars and then we look at microsoft's behind this other with billions oh my goodness and that's the difference yeah i mean he said he's put a million dollars of his own money in wow you know, he's in California and real estate, so you know, yeah, million dollars out there ain't what it is here. But that's uh, true. But still, I mean, he he's heavily invested in it, no doubt about it. Um, so um, I I thought he was interesting. I like what he's trying to do. Now you've you've tried to download Tusk. I, I did try to download it. You're, you're on right your, about on that. On your desktop, though. Yeah, I have a Apple laptop, and I I went to download it. And again, I looked at the website. The website looked good, and I went to download it, and it worked. But the download did, but then the the app or wherever it went, it disappeared. So Can't it is it. somewhere on my computer, and I'm looking around for it. The download was successful, but then when I go to click on it or go to find it, it's not there. Yeah. So there's a potential, Greg. I know we we talked a little bit earlier this hour about you know me and Stuart being young people with technology. There's still a chance that it's user error, and I still got to figure it out. Sure. I don't want to put it all on Tusk, but yeah, I just I got to no, find but- it. But they got to make it to where it, yeah, I got you. Well, I thought it was interesting he mentioned free spoke. I was a little slow to want to call that out because I figured it might be a little bit of his competitive. Yes. And so he spoke nicely of them and, you know, uh, said he knows them. But I have free spoke. I have, I've been using it. I'm not saying I've quit using Google and others. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I'm not, I, honestly, I'm not too worried myself about, what I search for and all that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, some people I know are, you know, want VPNs and all that kind of stuff. And to me, I'm just not there yet. I guess I guess I don't have enough enough to lose uh, to matter. There's and, that. Uh, or and, whatever. You know. I'm just not that. You know, I am concerned about it, but not enough to. You've been using DuckDuck 
Go. Yeah, I've been using DuckDuckGo for a little bit, and as far as I can tell, it works fine, but uh, I'm always up for a better product if it's out there, you know, and something that helps the conservative cause and is something I want to support. Well, I've, I've been using FreeSpoke, and, you know, I've got the app, and when you open it up on the app, I need to get Tusk. I'll try it out. But when I just open, you know, you can search or you can go to the news, and when I go to the news, I mean, Today, what I have is Tom Brady announces retirement, uh, and it talks about the FBI search the Penn Biden Center think tank for documents in mid-November. Uh, Nikki Haley confirms intentions to run for president. Uh, that's there, and then they've got Washington Examiner, Reuters, Time, USA Today, CNBC, CNN, The Wall Street Journal, NBC, Breitbart, Daily Caller, all across that you can sort of scroll their latest twitters you know, Twitter post. That's a pretty balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it, it's okay. So, uh, and then you've got your trending part. So I, I have found it to be uh, fine, really. Um, um, free spoke. Now, I, I don't know that much about it, but um, I have not been bothered by it at all. Now, but of particular interest to me is this, is AI and this chat GPT. Oh, yeah. That uh, Microsoft is, is heavy in on AI and, and chat GPT. What does the GPT stand for? Do we know that? I'm not sure okay, about that's fine. that part. That's fine. Um, I, I just didn't know. Um, but we've been trying it out a little bit. In particular, you have, Nate. Um, Stuart, have you messed with it at all? No, nah, not really. Okay. Um, and basically, you know, let's just say if you were needed to write a, a two- or three-page paper on a topic, mm-hmm. let's say on um, Canterbury Tales or whatever, you know, everybody go back to your high school or college, you know. Back to those days. And lit. you just, you put in, write a 2,000-word article on Canterbury Tales. It could do it. It's going to write it for you. Very quickly. Quickly. Yes. Wow. I'm talking like, it's not search and, well, here's a site you can read and here's one you can read. And then you copy and paste and put things together. No, 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 no. It'll write for it you. It writes the whole thing for you. Wow. This is going to change, I believe, the whole education system because I don't I don't know how it can't. You have. OK, so you go and send your student home and say, hey, write a like you said, a page yeah. paper on this a essay, whatever. And but what if everybody comes topic? back with the same paper? Well, I don't think it will because uh, you can. Uh, I the way it works, I think, is it can make when Okay, I need to speak English. Slow down. When yeah. you answer uh, using this this program, ChatGPT, if you don't like the answer, you can have it do it again. And it will give you another answer. It's going to be worded differently. Mm. And then if you don't like that answer, you can just keep doing it again and again and again. And every time it will have a slightly different answer. It's it's wild. But now you send that student home with a, with an assignment and they can do five seconds of work. I put that in air quotes. Literally. And they, they have their own paper. Literally five seconds. Yeah. Now, one knock on it. Well, here was an example. When asked to write a poem about Donald Trump's achievements... Chat GPT refused to do it. That's hmm. a report I'm reading. Uh, but it had no such issues when asked to do the same for Joe Biden. Yeah, it said something like, "We don't." That involves politics, so we won't be, we won't get involved in that. But then when asked about Joe Biden, it, it did. It, it lists all this. Right. So this, this uh, type of behavior, it, it shows a pattern. Um, 
you know, for anyone who, who would use the tool. So uh, it's some it's something to be concerned about, this artificial intelligence. I mean, you know, if you think like I do that we have not really gotten smarter because of technology, I don't think it's made us smarter as a people, okay, as a whole. It's dumb. It's dumbing us down, quite honestly, I think. This is going to be on a whole nother astronomical level of dumbing us down. I yeah. mean, you will have to know nothing. It will do it all for you. Yes. I mean, you won't have to know anything for yourself. Uh, in, in other words, dumbing us down. I mean, like, used to, guys, you had to know a phone number. Yes. I mean, like, you had to know. Most pe- people now don't even know their own phone number. That's true. They yeah. really, they literally don't. Yeah. They can't tell it to you. They can send it to you. But they can't tell it to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're dumb. We are dumb more than we were. Let me say it that way. Yes. Not everybody. And there, there's people that are, use this and they use it well. And, and But as a whole, as a people, we are being dumbed down. And this chat GPT has the, has the potential to truly dumb us down. Can I play devil's advocate? Now, you could use it good. I'm not saying you can't. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a moment. You know, when we were back in the ancient days, right, you needed to know things like how like to... Like the sp- 90s? <laughs> yes. No, the, oh, the, further the, back the than that. Days. Okay. Just a, just a few <laughs> years. Uh, you had to know things like how to start a fire, how yeah. to build a log cabin, how to vary, you know, uh, skills like that. But now with technology, oftentimes we don't know those basic survivor no, skills. No. What if this is the next? I'm I'm trying to put a positive spin on it here. What if this is the next step? Because technology is the way that it is. It's just like those old skills of being able to do basic research are just no longer necessary. Just as we take that next step, does that make sense? Yeah, but you're only going to have access to one side of of research. That's is, true. Is the fear? You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's the angle on it. Uh, the, the algorithms or whatever it is that pulls all this together. I don't even know what algorithm means, but it sure sounds good. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I can't explain it to you. Uh, whoever sets this up will control the, the minds of, of the world. Yes, they will. I mean, you talk about Orwellian. I mean, that's what this is becoming. And, uh, and sure, could people take this and learn much more, much faster if they wanted to? Yeah. But how many are going to want to? That's the problem. Of That's some, a good question. Some, some will. It's just like the internet now. You can, you can learn and and put out information so much quicker than you once could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but most people don't take advantage of it. That's true. It's just a crutch. Yeah. It's a crutch instead of a tool. How's that? Yeah. And and I'm afraid that's what this is going to become. Now, in addition, I asked. Nate to put in basically uh, well you ask it about the existence of God right yes and it gave you an answer and it, and it comes and it came to you in first person yes it did I is the way it said when asked about do you believe is there oh, a God man it talks it came in first person 
and it gave you a fairly benign answer, like you really can't know if there's a God or not, right? That's a faith spirituality yeah. issue. Wait, it talked in first person as if it was God, but then it no, said... No, not as if it was God, oh, okay. but as if it was answering your question in first person. Here's what it said. Okay, gotcha. It said, as an AI language model, I don't have beliefs or opinions. And then it went on with kind of yeah. what's generally been held on this topic, but that that is interesting. It came in first person. And then it, but it wouldn't say that there is a God or not a God. It basically made it out as a faith spirituality issue, not empirical or scientific, really, right? Then that basically what it, yeah, what it got to. It's, uh, you know, does God exist? It said there's no scientific evidence to prove or disprove the existence of God, and ultimately the answer to this question depends on your personal beliefs. Yeah, yeah. So nothing. Then we ask it. And, and we'll go to break, and we'll tell you what it gave us on the other side, to write us a sermon. Oh, snap. All right. Uh, can it write a sermon for you? All right, we'll tell you what we found out when we come back. Stay with us. Priority Talk. Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Hey, this is Chris Stewart and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis right here on WXJC. Okay, we're back in. Glad to have you with us as we round out here this uh, first hour. Don't forget, Dr. Robert Jeffers with us next hour. You definitely want to uh, stay tuned for that or catch it later at PriorityTalkRadio.com. We've been talking technology this hour and free speech uh, and privacy, all of those kind of issues. We visited with uh, Jeff Bermant with Tusk. He's the founder and CEO of Tusk, a free speech-based browser. And a uh, very interesting conversation, and we've sort of bounced off into that, and we're focusing now more on the uh, chat GPT, uh, which is this new artificial intelligence tool, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I'm calling it a crutch. I think that's what it's going to become. Oh, I think so. I Not think a tool. Right. I think it's a crutch. Um, now, we, are, we talked about what it could mean for education, but what could this mean for the church? Because it's going to revolutionize education. Yes, it will. I mean, will. if you think about the way... Um, the internet everyone having access to the internet and I know some of you go everybody don't have access okay pretty much everybody's got access to the internet almost yeah think how that and and even students they do at school so let's think about how that changed education the fact that you could look up all these websites and gather information you didn't have to go to a library and do it you didn't have to photocopy books and things like that okay um this is going to do the same thing, and even more so. Even more so. I, I, I think. Yeah, it, it, I, I think you're right. In terms of what it'll do for the church, we've already uh, read some articles. You know, I, I, I texted you a, a couple headlines about people uh, 
creating whole sermons just from this uh, chat GPT. Yeah, it's going to be there. I mean, right now, you can, um, well, you can find free, but you can certainly purchase sermons online that other people have written. Yes. And, you, you know, pastors or anybody can fi- get these sermons and access them and, uh, and use them verbatim if they, t- if they do. I mean, you're not supposed to. Obviously, yeah. and that's been a big thing, you know. Uh, we've because, had some plagiarism problems. Yeah, we had that conversation last year, you know, and we talked about, well, what is plagiarism and what's not when it comes to sermons and things like that. Uh, but um, we put in, give us a sermon, what, for Genesis 1-1? Genesis 1, yeah. And, and uh, what did you get? Uh, we got a sermon. So I wrote to this chat GPT, can you write a sermon for me on Genesis 1? And it said, certainly, here's a sermon based on Genesis 1. The title of the sermon, The Creation Story, A Reminder of God's Power and Love. There, It has an introduction. I'm not going to read word for word everything no. that it said, but it has an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. And uh, you know, the conclusion says, I'll read this. So as we reflect on now, all of this, like I said, is coming from chat GPT that made a sermon for me in like five seconds. So as we reflect on the creation story from Genesis 1, let us remember the power and love of God. May we be reminded of our place in the world and our responsibility to care for it. And may we never forget that we're part of a larger story, a story that began with God's creation and will continue for all eternity. Amen. Like, that I hate to say it. But I'm reading it. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Yeah, and it's short. It, it's short. I guess yeah. you could say, "Give me a long sermon." Yeah, I, I, I bet it would. Uh, and, and I bet it would. This is kind of like a synopsis, kind of mm-hmm. overview, summary sermon. But uh, but I hate I mean, to it say it. Title it was, and everything. It was the creation story, a reminder of God's power and love. I mean, and it gives you an introduction. It gives you the body and conclusion. I mean, uh, it, folks, it was, you, pastors, well, you talk about a Saturday night special. Uh, and they'll know what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. <laughs> yes. This is completely crazy. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if we were to put that, if I were to put that in, would it give the same sermon again? We could try it. In I fact, just wonder, you know, would everybody get the exact same thing? I'm gonna ask it again. Can you, uh, but but I think I think it'll switch it up. But just the fact that this, I'm afraid, will become so common. This tool of chat GPT or whatever it winds up being called. Is this a website you just go to or is this something you download? Uh, you have to, uh, it's chat.openai.com and you create an yeah. account. Gotcha. And, uh, okay, so here, I'm asking it, can you write a sermon for me on Genesis 1? It said, certainly again, but now it is it is a different sermon. Different sermon, wow. So that's what I was thinking when we talked about students with papers. Yeah. I think it'll be slightly different every time because wow. this is now a different paper. You can slightly change the prompt and it'll probably change it too. Yep. Exactly right. I'm wow. like, uh-oh, y'all. And we went very generic, Genesis 1. I mean, what if you said write a sermon on Genesis 1 um, Verse focused one. on creation? Or, yep. or if it gave it a, 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 yes. a more narrow topic. Because that focused on God's love. What if yes. you just said, anyway, I— Look, this is scary stuff because it, as this becomes more and more prevalent, I, is ChatGPT, is that like the name of the company that's doing this artificial intelligence? 
Or is that the name of the technology itself? I think that's the name of the technology itself. In other itself. words, is it, is, it a, is, it, the, is that soft drink or is that Coke and Pepsi? Uh, it's, uh, I think it's Coke and Pepsi. Uh, okay. I, the, the company, I think, is OpenAI, okay. I believe. So there's going to be more of these get into this game. Y'all know how this goes, okay? Yes. This is just the first one. And look, you can go back and find on YouTube another. I remember when YouTube started. You can go back on YouTube or wherever and find videos of... Uh, when Facebook first came out and people are like, oh, that's the dumbest, you know, had no idea what it was going to become. Or when the internet first came out and, you know, they were talking about the at symbol. Nobody used the at symbol. Like, what? What is that? What's the at symbol? What? I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. Here, this is where we are with this. And this has the potential to absolutely explode yeah. to the detriment of anyone else's content. Yes. This could become the, the fountain of content. I mean, the Internet, yes, but the Internet, for the most part, has, if you go search and look for different views or versions, you can find it. Okay, yeah. It's not going to just put it right in your face, more conservative or, or biblical, but you can go find it. Yeah. Um, this, though, it's just going to be so easy, and you just take what it gives you. It'll do all the research for it you. It will be the place everyone goes to get an answer or to get work for anything. Mm-hmm. And it'll be it'll be one source. It, this 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 technology will become one source. Yeah. And one whatever stop. it puts in there is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Whatever it ever how it's written, if it's written to deny the existence of God or Jesus or something like that, they I'm sure they can twist it that way. Or Donald Trump, you know, yeah, he's right there with God and Jesus, and you know, with with the, with the leftists, God, Jesus, and Donald Trump are right, you know right there on the hated list. Yeah. Uh, there's just going to be no way around it. It's mm-hmm. going to become the source. And I don't know how else anyone's view would would be heard yes. or known. Yeah. Because people are just going to go to this because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I think uh, a branch off of this is that, okay, you have this chat GPT. My guess is to address that concern that you're saying – uh, my, uh, you might have other alternatives, other so Chat GPT, another one will have another name, and then you'll have a third version. Yeah, and maybe between multiple types of these uh, AI technologies, you might get a more fuller picture maybe, instead maybe. of just one of these things. Maybe. maybe. I, I hope. Wow, it's scary. I mean, it really is. Orwellian is the word that keeps coming to me. Um, because the whole narrative of information will be controlled by these AI tools. We're, we're, and, and this one is off the scale is what it's putting out there. My goodness. Where it gets scary is if this becomes a gatekeeper. So, yeah. for instance, let's say... I think that's my point. Yes, exactly right. Where That's a good word. If you ever try to contradict it or this is where we go for information, if you come up with other information, it's false. If you try to go around this thing, mm-hmm. if, let's say, it becomes so prevalent in society and, and it becomes part of the legal system to where if it's not in this part of the answers that it will give you, uh, it's going to be wrong. That it would get dangerous. You talk real about fast. disinformation. Yeah. I mean, if you right now go and say, you know, uh, something about Joe Biden, what kind of answer is it going to give you? It's going to give you the left answer. Yes. Just because of who it's funded by. It's yeah. just going to. It's it, it's going to be slanted. 
And like you say, maybe there'll be some that'll come along that uh, that are slanted the other way that'll balance it out. Maybe. I hope. I'm, I, I'm trying but, to have but, some positive. But conservatism is always behind on technology. Yes, unfortunately. And so I appreciate guys like Jeff what he's doing. But he's underfunded, way behind, and not saying he won't come up with something that's good and works and it'll help some people, sure. But is it going to be a Google or Microsoft? No, it's just probably not going to be. Yeah. I hate that, but uh, we're always behind. We're always a day late and a dollar short, mm-hmm. it seems Reactionary. like. Reactionary. Uh, conservatism is, and then Christian Christianity is even further behind than that. Yes. I mean, we always, the church as a whole, is 20 years behind. Mm-hmm. Typically, just it's just the way it works out. Yeah. Okay, we've got to uh, get to break here. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Another hour yet to come. Priority Talk Radio right here on WXJC. Dr. Robert Jeffers joins us here in just about 15 minutes. Stay with us.